Hi there, everybody. Garen and Jordan talking about the the Your Work Matters series, this new series that Garen has been doing at TBC. And we're actually going to cover the first two weeks in this wrap-up because um, we didn't get to do it last week. Yeah, I was out of the country. You were out of the country in Hawaii. No, yeah, Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. I got rerouted to Hawaii. Yeah, so rerouted just Hawaii. Just doing mission so, work. Yeah, on the beach. On in right, Waikiki on a Beach. Yeah. Yep. No, I got to go to Ethiopia, which was great, but I just got back and my brain is still a little fuzzy. So, Garen, you're going to be have to carry it. You're going to carry. You're, you're usually the one that carries it. You're, and I'm just you're going to carry the load on in. this one for sure. Yeah. Um. So that first week, Garen, there were a few important things that we talked about, and there were some things that you said you really wanted to make sure we highlighted. So, what were a couple of things that you really wanted people to remember out of that first week? Yeah, I, I wanted people to leave with the idea that, that we serve a God who works and works hard, unlike all the other gods and all the stories who want to just live on a mountain and eat, have slaves put grapes in their mouths and drink Mountain Dew all the time, right? The God of the, the drink of the nectar, the nectar of the gods, whatever it was. That and they created humans to do, be their slave laborers. The God is a God who works, um, who worked in creation. But even I had referenced John five, where Jesus says, "My Father is at work, continues to be at work, and I'm at work." So He He continues to be a God at work. And then we had spent a lot of time. You didn't get to see this, Jordan, but it, it's all in the blue. All the words that are used for work for God. It's really powerful how often it speaks of work, and just the different meanings that He does. It isn't just one word, but it's just a lot of different Hebrew words that have different meanings, including things like forming pottery. That's how he creates the man as he forms him, getting his hands dirty. The woman is the word to build, like you construct a building. Um, and then the word that summarized all of it in at the end of chapter one, the beginning of chapter two, when it's just talking about in general, his creating, it uses the word, the Hebrew word melakah, which was used of the word of a fine craftsman, an artisan, somebody who was very gifted at a particular skill that we would consider kind of a blue collar kind of work. And, you know, the kind of people you go, like I talked about, you go to uh Silver Dollar City and you watch the blacksmith for an hour as a kid. And I'm amazed. You go see the glass blower and like, you're totally blown away by how good they are and the beautiful things they're creating, that that's the word that was used of God in summarizing all of his work. And I just thought that's really cool. And then Jesus comes as a tradesman. So Work is just core to who he is. He shows up. He works for the first 30 years of your life. his life. The majority of his life wasn't out on the trail doing ministry. It was working as a tradesman. Stonework, woodwork, metalwork. Probably helped build the city of Sephoris, which was being built at that time with his dad, most likely. But the, the, just God is a worker. And that means that work is God level. And it's, that means it's high dignity. And it's a great thing. So that was my first thing. Is like, we serve a God who works. It sounds like when you read the Hebrew and you read all the different words for work, that it's like you really get to see what God mean, what it means when it says that God made things, and just like the the intense descriptors of, oh man, He really crafted this. Yes, He really yes. brought this about in this way. It's not just like He snapped His fingers and it was here. Yeah, it's like right. it's more of a personal connection to the Creator. It sounds yes. like yeah, especially chapter two. So that's probably what we talked about. Like chapter one, He's speaking a lot into existence. But when it comes to humanity in the garden, he's really getting his hands dirty. And he's like, it's a craftsman kind of thing. Very intimate. It's just really cool, like mm -hmm. what he's doing. And I just, so I loved all that language. So we're just wanting people to leave understanding that, because I most people struggle, like, is my does my work matter? Is it really a curse? Is it just a pain in the rear till I can get to the weekend? Because the weekend's what it's about, right? Just sitting back and watching football or baseball or basketball, whatever. 
that that work has a lot of dignity. Unlike, I mean, almost no worldview has this idea of work. The Bible's view of work is really revolutionary and radical. And then yesterday was about, okay, so God works, and then he creates us to work. And he creates us in his image, and we are carrying on the very work that he started. Hmm. And which, again, is because in all ancient cultures, work was, it was below people. It was below the gods. It was like animal level, especially if you're outside and you're in the sun and your hands are getting dirty. That was like totally undignified. Like nobody of any value did any of that. Hmm. And so again, the Bible's just really cool and how much it elevates this idea of work. So once again, the Bible is pretty revolutionary in the way that it defines things. We see that with like its view of women, its view of work. Yes. Um, its approach to life, just very different than other sacred texts that we see around yeah. the world, other religions. And like you like to say, I mean, it's very countercultural and it's a totally upside down kingdom. It's mm-hmm. the opposite of what anybody has ever thought or dreamed about. Yeah. When humans create ideas about work, it's all negative. God reveals himself and reveals how we're created and it's all about work and it's it's a blessing and it's mm. a powerful thing. So pretty cool. Yeah. Was there anything else out of that first week or was that the main point? Yeah, I think that was kind of some of the main stuff, just that we serve and worship a God who works and that makes it the most dignifying thing in the world I can do. And he does all, and I talked about with God, there is no white collar, blue collar. He All of his work can be put in one of those categories. He just did all of it. So it's like, there aren't two categories. There's just work Yeah, and God did all of it. And that's what I was trying to say yesterday. When you look at the words used for humanity is some of their work, like the naming, that's more like creative mind work, but then... The gardening and the cultivating and the working of that thing, that's all getting your hands dirty. So the same with humans. There's not this division. It's just work is work. It's all meaningful. It all has dignity. Hmm. It's all God did it all. We do it all. So let's quit making one level, one a higher level or and the other's a lower level. So yeah. Pretty cool. Well, this week was really excellent too. We were in Genesis 1, 26 through 28, and you just talked about all the different ways that uh God includes us in in work, right? That, yeah. that we're to be alongside him yes. and doing it with him. And that the work of restoring isn't done, that uh, that in the biblical narrative of creation, that there was still a lot of work to be done by Adam and Eve. Yeah. And that he calls them into that. Yes. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I really liked how you said that we're made to reflect God's image in relation to creation. So God creates, and then he kind of bestows this upon Adam and Eve, and it's their job to kind of reflect God to creation and create in the same way. Yes. Is that right? Yes, right, that that's one of the main ways we image him. And so in in that in that imaging of God, it's actually a really, uh, there's a lot of dignity in that. Yeah. And it's not like we're just toiling in the mud. It's like, yeah, wow, God has commissioned us to do this on his behalf, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. That's really neat. Um, you you said that we were to work and to cultivate. You talked about the Hebrew words havad and shamar and what those means, that we're stewards of creation. Just really, nobody walked away with a sense yesterday that their job was meaningless. I mean, unless they really weren't listening. Because yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Because God tells us that there is uh, dignity in that and that he invites us alongside yeah. him to restore all things. So, And what's, what's, so what's cool about that, Jordan, is that's describing work in paradise. And I didn't grow up Christian, right? But I think, don't you think most people, their idea of Eden is it's like a non-work, just a leisure place. They're just kind of hanging out, playing, yeah, uh, eating apples, laying on the laying on a hill, just looking at the sun, soaking in the sunlight, look counting clouds. I mean, I'm sure they did some of that, but 
I think in my imagination for a long time, like Eden was not about work. It was about just play and leisure and chilling and enjoy, just enjoyment. Do you mm -hmm. kind of, I don't know, maybe that's just what I feel like a lot of people think. No, I mean, I, yeah, I think you're right. But instead it's, no, you're working and cultivating in the garden and that's very a different. And that's not a bad thing. Idea. And it's not a bad thing. It's all before the fall. It's before sin. It's how we're wired. Hmm. That's pretty countercultural to most people's view of Eden because we, in our minds view work as such a negative yeah, thing. Yeah, such a negative thing. And like to us, Eden is more like Sunday afternoon on the couch, falling asleep, watching a football game. Right. With nacho cheese Doritos yeah. and a Mountain Dew, right? <laughs> and just, and nothing to do for two hours. Cool, I'm more of a Cool Ranch Dorito cool guy, ranch but I Trito. get what you're saying. Okay, yeah. but you kind of get it. Yeah. So what is the, what is the takeaway from this week? Is it that, um, that we should not view work as a negative thing? but as a positive thing that God invites us in to do. And that if your view of work is that it's bad and that your goal is to have life without work, then maybe you're missing the point yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that you're kind of missing the point and that really I'm designed for it and there is fulfillment in it. That's why both weeks I said, when you go to work this week, like hold your head high. It's, it is a, it's a dignifying thing. Your soul actually needs it. And I think we know that. I think we have this sense that that when I work and do things, in fact, I might quote something from John Orberg this week of some this guy's research that when people talk about being most fulfilled, it's not in leisure. It's when they're doing a job that's meaningful to them, that that's when they rate the highest levels of fulfillment because that's how God designed us. Yeah, you said the pre-fall, God's plan for work was to fulfill, uh, was to be fulfilling for us and fruitful And fruitful, yeah. And then it wasn't until after the fall that it became a curse. Yeah, this suddenly, and not even become a curse, it got affected by the curse. And so now it's fruitless sometimes. Yeah, you're right. It didn't become a curse because we still have a need for it yes. and it still fills a part of us. Yep. Right? It still can be fulfilling, but it can also be negative. Yeah, it can also now be negative. Like so much in the environment fights against it now. Yeah. And so, right. So now we find sometimes we're fruitful. And you know what it's like? Some days you go home and you're like, I don't think I got anything accomplished, right? It felt, <laughs> felt very fruitless. Or you had a bunch of small tasks doing, and you're like, that was so frustrating today that, that, that that's now part of the post-fall. Sometimes it's fruitless, sometimes frustrating. Garen, you must watch me work a lot that you think I go home and say, well, Jordan didn't do anything today. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pat, Jordan was useless again today. <laughs> yeah, I think we all have times like that where we feel, even though we are working hard and we're trying to get things done, you go home and you're like, man, did I have anything yeah, real right. accomplished yes. today? Yeah. But it comes out of this need to be productive and to contribute to something. Yeah. So it's wired into us. It's wired in. Yeah. But it, after the fall, like, man, the thorns and thistles come to play. Yeah. And that's where the frustration comes. And I think people equate work with the thorns and thistles, not understanding that work predated that. And so we tend to take a negative view. So that's part of the reason these first two weeks is I really wanted to, to give people a biblical worldview of how significant, dignifying and important work is. To, to get people to have a higher view of it, mm. which we all, I think we all need to hear. So, yeah. I'm really excited for next week. You are going to talk about something that is so important. And I think- So once, huge. Once again, people kind of misunderstand a little bit. And that's that it's not like ministry work is the varsity team and everything else is the JV. And we're, you know, only the people who can't do ministry go do other things, right? Yeah, right. It's not like that. Not at all. I mean, Dude, like, and it's and it's in Genesis, and I cannot wait to show people. 
It is amazing. You gave a pretty hard teaser. I've never yeah. seen a teaser like that from the pulpit at 12 before. Dude, that was, I'm like, it is. That was me, like the little so cool. clip at the end of the Marvel movies. Yes. When right. They would like the show little, what's uh-huh. next. You were really yeah. going full like Marvel on that one. So, dude, I can't, it, I can't wait. This, it uh, is so cool. I think I already know what you're going to say, and I'm still excited for it. Really? So, yeah. God baked it in. I mean, he, in his, his revelation, that's what I'm, I am just enjoying the word of God with this because there's some stuff that he put in in the Hebrew text here and a couple other places that he was like setting up how he views work and it is so cool. I'm just like, I'm pretty pumped, dude. Pretty pumped about it. So do I don't you, know, maybe nobody else is. But Do you think when, because we think Moses wrote the Pentateuch, right? Through, I mean, God wrote it through him. So right. do you think when Moses was writing all these little things, he was like, oh man, that's so cool how God baked that in. Or do you think he didn't fully realize like everything that God was writing through him? Uh, you know, I mean, in that doctrine, you know, it's a tension that it was it was fully his, but it was fully God's at the same time. And that's what these days, you know, Tim Mackey or, I mean, I got introduced in the seminary that those people who were writing that, that they were doing really profound literary work. I know that sounds really big, but mm-hmm. they were they were threading concepts in that were really important. And Moses knew when he's writing, you know, this is all post this Genesis, but he knew that the connection that we're going to make next week through the Pentateuch with this, these words, he knew that was there, and God did too. So I think it was on both of their minds. You know, maybe God built it in more than Moses. I'm sure the writers didn't totally know all of it, but there's just some pretty cool stuff, dude. This Sweet. Is, yeah. I'm excited. Um, Kind of post-trip excited. I am. I know I don't sound too excited <laughs> right now. My brain's still pretty fuzzy from that 18-hour flight, but I promise I'm excited. So um, this has been really good. And next week is going to be great as well. And uh, hopefully people are finding this to be useful for their everyday lives. Hopefully and it's that's affecting, what we're getting to. Yeah, yeah. affecting the way that we view our work and act at work. And others can see that and see the glory of Jesus in that. Yeah. So. And these first few weeks, so you didn't really get to hear this last week, but I'm trying to lay a theological foundation to, to affect how we think about work and how elevating it in our minds. And then we're going to do some sermons where I want to get really practical and I want people to have leave with like a a word or a thing that like I can do that at my work and that'll change the way I do my work. And I'm really, so I'm excited to get to that stuff too. But first we're going to do this thing this weekend. So there's been rumors floating around 12 that, you know, that show Undercover Boss? Yeah. Where the, the CEO dresses up as a normal person and he has to hop into the regular work. Okay. Like. There's some rumors floating around that it's going to be undercover Garen. And so we're going to put you into normal people's jobs around Emporia and see if you can do it like a trash man or a graphic designer and just like see how you do it a day in people's jobs and just kind of grade you on that. Yeah. Because everybody everybody who does normal work, they come to work and they're like, oh, Garen, Garen's a pastor. Does he even do anything all week? So yeah, exactly. the people want to see you doing yeah, real work, they want Garen. Real, yeah, they want to see yeah. us doing real work. See you out there jackhammering some concrete on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to put that together. Okay, Garen, thank you for this. We're so excited for it. And uh, I promise to be more excited externally next week. On That's the inside, okay. I've I'm, been, I know it's like come back from a trip. On the inside, I'm really excited about this, but my voice isn't really conveying it right now. So, um, yeah, this has been excellent. Once again, my brain is fried, so we better just end it right yeah, here. Yeah, we'll wrap it up, do a wrap. We'll do a wrap. Thank you for being with us. Next week's going to be really excellent. So, be with us again. We'll see you guys.